Unity Water is proud to sponsor this podcast series because we believe great news, great solutions and great outcomes deserve to be shared. See what we're all about at unitywater.com. You're listening to the Australian Water Association's podcast series. I'm Hazel Flynn and I'm joined now by Janine Finlayson, Process Engineer for Suez Water Technologies and Solutions, talking about meeting the challenges of supplying safe drinking water for remote communities in Western Australia. Welcome, Janine. Thank you. Now, the Water Corporation in Western Australia, that must have one of the largest service areas of its kind in the world, mustn't it? It's amazing, really, when you think of the map and the geography of that area. I think, certainly on a global scale, it's, it's very unique especially with the climate changes that we're facing today as well. Absolutely. I think it's something like 2.6 million square kilometres, is it? Yes, and I think uh, 35,000, almost 35,000 kilometres of water mains, which is just incredible. Extraordinary. And the diversity within that area is also absolutely striking. You've got metropolitan Perth, regional towns, and then remote communities. And even In this day and age, it's possible that some city people still think of water as an endless resource, but remote communities certainly don't, do they? Right, right. They're relying on on bore water, and it's obviously a very dry climate, so they're very aware and conscious of of how it is a precious resource. Yes. Bore water does pose a lot of challenges, and in these areas, one of the challenges is about the composition of the water itself. Correct. In a lot of these regions, there's high naturally occurring nitrates, which can exceed the Australian drinking water guidelines for infants, as well as high dissolved solids and hardness. So in a lot of these communities, they're impacted if they have to use a lot of soap because the water is so hard and it it causes scaling and staining on appliances. And in terms of um, bottle-fed babies, so the bore water can't be used for the formula? Correct, so the, the nitrate level will exceed the Australian drinking water guidelines, so WaterCorp has in the past had to truck water in to, to be used for infants. So what solutions have you trialled in some of these remote communities? So what we've done is we've looked at a process called electrodialysis reversal, which is um, a DC current driven process which uses a power to, as the driving force to separate charged cations and anions from the water. What results did you get from that trial? We were able to produce safe drinking water within the Australian drinking water guidelines at high recoveries, so we're not wasting as much of the bore water. We're recovering more of it to be able to supply to the community, meet the nitrate levels and reduce hardness and dissolve solids with lower chemical, chemical consumptions versus traditional methods like reverse osmosis. That's a pretty impressive result. It is, it is. I think we've been happy with the results. And uh, WaterCorp has implemented this technology in two sites in Western Australia, Waluna and Yalgu. Right, and how long did the trial run before the implementation went ahead? There was a plant at Waluna for a couple of years. They also trialled a high efficiency reverse osmosis process, but that was replaced with EDR in the end. And why was that? It was mostly the reliability of the EDR solution. So how long has it actually been running, uh, not as a trial, but as an actual um, uh, process in both areas? 
The, I'll say, full-scale solution has been running for a couple of years now. Right, and everything fine? Uh, we've had some issues. There has been um, a scaling event where the barium sulfate levels exceeded solubility and scaled the, the membranes within the EDR stack, and we had to do quite extensive cleaning. But we've learned from that, and we've adjusted the, the chemical dosing regime to manage that. Mm. What has been the community response? I think the community is happy to have good drinking water. The community deserves drinking water just like people living in a city do. And I, I think that's really what the aim of Water Corporation is, is to supply everyone in the region with high quality and safe drinking water. And you mentioned um, EDR reliability. That's very important in these areas where a service call can be a five hour trip. Yeah, exactly. And, and it can be even worse than that because our service technician might be in Sydney or Brisbane at the time. And to have to travel on an emergency call out can take well over a day. So Water Corporation has implemented remote monitoring to really keep on top of the operation of the plants and to be able to plan and forecast when maintenance is going to happen. And, and a lot of our work with, with the trial and, and with subsequent operation of the system has been to optimize the, the process to make sure we don't run into those emergencies. Mm. So ED uh, really sounds like a win-win. It is in this application. It has proven very successful. The bore water is very high silica. So traditional treatment technologies like traditional reverse osmosis can operate at a high recovery. Whereas EDR doesn't remove silica, it's not charged, so the EDR doesn't take it out, you don't concentrate it, so it doesn't cause a fouling problem. So it's very much, EDR is very much a niche technology where it fits, it, it fits well and it operates well and it's robust. And that's certainly the case, I believe, here in these, these applications. So what further application do you think it might have in Australia and perhaps elsewhere? Certainly in these remote areas with high silica, there's a, a lot of silica in the groundwater in Australia. So we're looking at further applications in regional communities across, across the country. We also have some installed in the Northern Territory as well. So hopefully we can continue to provide safe and reliable drinking water to these, to these areas. Sounds like something we'll definitely need to keep an eye on. Yes, hopefully. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, Janine. Thank you. Um, that's been Janine Finlayson, Process Engineer for Suez Water Technologies and Solutions. Thanks for listening in.